Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the Reaching Your Peak podcast with myself, Dan. So we are back in action. Not fully, not 100%, but we're getting there slowly but surely. So I really wanted to do a podcast and bring it back today because, as most people probably know, I've been out sick over the last about five weeks or so, which I will get into now in a moment. But before I jump into that, um, yeah, I just realised the podcast haven't had an episode up in ages, and I think today's one is is going to be really, really good because everything I'm going to say today is is coming from everything I've, I suppose, experienced and went through over the last five weeks or so, um, and it's some of the stuff that I have learned before and have known before, but maybe I, maybe I haven't actually known it before because I haven't applied it, and sometimes a really good quote. Um, I heard before is knowing and not doing is the same as not knowing so sometimes we know these things but we don't do them but does that mean we actually know them and maybe the same has been for me a lot of things that I'm going to talk about I may have said before or may have realized myself personally before but I actually haven't applied it to my life to my business to everything and sometimes in life it can take something like that has happened for us to really look at things, to really reflect at things and to really realise what's most important and maybe some things that we aren't doing that will help us um, become more relaxed, more content and more more relaxed within ourselves and within our, all areas of our lives. And the reason why I want to do today's podcast is maybe for some of you to take away what, I, what I'm going to say today and not have to to go through something to learn it or to have a certain experience, negative experience in your life happen and take the positive out of it because yes I'm 100% all for learning from your mistakes but sometimes we need to learn before the mistake comes because if the mistake is too big sometimes we can't go back from that and it is a great way to look at your life 100% take that all on board but what's even maybe better at times of looking at your life is to take the learning lesson before the mistake comes because as I said if the mistake is too big if it's gone too far or whatever sometimes you just can't go back from it so that's why with certain things I might touch on today take massive I suppose learning lessons from it if you can or maybe whatever I'm saying stop even on the podcast and just think how does this relate to my life or how does does this relate to maybe things I've been doing over the last couple of months or the last year or whatever it is at all, just take a moment to reflect. Because um, again, like some of the stuff maybe I will say that I have learned, I've done it before, I might have heard on podcasts, I might have listened, read it in books, um, done it on personal development courses, whatever. But I've read it, but have I really actually stopped, reflected and applied it? That's the real thing I think we need to do. And I think that's one big learning lesson I have taken from over the last while. But before I jump into it anyway, basically over the last four or five weeks now, I think I would say, um, basically whenever it was, um, roughly in that time frame, was randomly teaching a class, um, was, I was extremely tired that morning because I woke up that morning before the class with two massive black bags under my eyes. So I knew with the week that was in it, I crammed so much in try to do so much and I was exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically, everything. But 
basically went in, was doing a class, and then all of a sudden found a bit of a pain in my chest. And like most people, when you get a little bit of a pain, you don't really think too much about it. I'll be gone in a few seconds. Um, but then all of a sudden, like the light switch just came on, and the pain, I have never felt anything like it in my life. Massive pain on the left side of my chest. Um, couldn't breathe. And then it started sweating like mad. And then felt kind of really dizzy and different things. And then all of a sudden, I didn't really fall to the ground. Everyone kind of came over or whatever. And I kind of gracefully came to the ground, I suppose you can say. Um, but then the pain started going down my, my left arm. And that's when I started to worry because I was convinced it was a heart attack. 100% sure. Um, basically what happened, I, I had a collapsed lung. And I had it before about four or five years ago, but it was nothing to the extent of what it was like back then. Like that four or five years ago, it was like this slow, sudden kind of onset kind of came on. And it's only a slight collapse of the lung, whereas this was a full ruptured lung. Obviously, we now know, but at the time, we didn't know, rushed straight into A&E, obviously hooked up onto everything. And I was out of it at this stage pretty much. Um, but obviously, they found out what, the, what it was. And then they operated me straight away. So if I didn't respond within the first few hours, they'd have to do another procedure. But basically, before that, they operated me straight away. What they do, really nice. They stick a tube basically in through your ribs and it goes on the outside of your lung. And basically, the lung slowly over time comes back up to its full self. Um, so I basically had that tube within me for about five or six days in hospital and basically if I didn't respond within the first I think couple of hours I don't know um, what they'd have to do is bring me up to the matter in Dublin operate me straight away where basically they stapled the two lungs to my chest cavity wall so lucky enough everything went smooth um, and the lung came up straight away but without touching into too much of that obviously with that and everything happened, I'm very limited in what I can do at the moment. I can't train myself for the next four months. Um, I'm not supposed to be lifting anything whatsoever at the moment, probably for around that time frame as well. Um, so I'm fairly limited in my abilities. Obviously, my energy levels aren't where they are at between all the drugs and morphine and being operated on, everything going on. So... That's basically where I am at the moment, but I'm not going to rant on about that, looking for um, basically ranting on about it because it's not serving anyone here or myself. But basically, that's to give a little bit of background on what's been happening over the last couple of weeks. But with things like this that happen in life, it gives us a lot of perspective at times. Sometimes, depending on the person, we can either choose to look at why is this happened to me or what is this sent here for a reason for me to reflect to look at things i think it's such an important thing to do when we get crises like this that can happen um because usually they are sent as a sign or a signal sometimes as to to look at things and look at why is this actually happening um and that's i suppose what i want to talk about in today's podcast as to what i've learned from having a collapsed lung um, because it gives you a lot of time to think and like from now from being sick and from being then I can 
completely understand why people actually become depressed when they get sick because you're completely limited to what you can do. Like before I would have been obviously training myself, training clients on the go, doing different things throughout the day, not having to rely on anyone else, not have to worry about anything. But I some at the very start I couldn't even undress myself. I couldn't even get up out of the bed with, with the pain, with the movement, with everything. And you're just so limited and so mentally drained from the whole the whole process because what you could have once done before, you're so limited and restricted in what you can do now. So from now I can completely understand where people are coming from when they say when they have become depressed, I suppose, from being sick. Um but I think the main thing what I've realized within that now is to take the massive positives. Like for me, oh no sick, yes, I was sick, but thankfully I wasn't as bad as I could have been. And I know there are people out there who are way, way, way more um off than me at the moment. Um and I'm not saying that it's that from what I said, it, it was it's a really bad thing that happened to me or it was the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. We're not saying that at all. What I'm basically saying is this is the learning lessons I've taken. And I think what I took from that day is just to be absolutely grateful for what you have. Like, I mean, w- when I got out of hospital, it was this initial high because I'm, I'm just back home and I was trying to just be grateful for that. And then I kind of went back a little bit more because you're stuck there. You can't do anything around the house. Couldn't drive the car, couldn't do anything. Um, but then when I started walking myself, started to get up a little bit more. Again, it's just focused on the positives and doing what you can each and every day. And I think that's the main thing for anyone to take when you are sick and when you are stuck in that thing is to be grateful for what you have. Lucky enough, I had a great friends and family around me. Lucky enough, I had um, people to look after me, people to bring me places, people to check in to see how I was doing. So it is being grateful and things. And then being grateful for your own little progress you'll make along the way, whether that's getting out for that small little bit of walk and you're getting further each time or you don't feel yourself getting as tired or whatever it is it's just to try and be grateful for whatever you have because even for myself then I knew there was people way worse off than me so sometimes when I would get stuck in my little bubble in a way um, being down being frustrated or whatever emotions were going through it was just trying to take a step out of that bubble and reflect and actually look at how lucky I truly am and truly was. But that's, I suppose, even one little lesson I have took is to be grateful for the little things in the times that seems the worst. Um, another big one I've taken was learning to say no. And this is probably one of the biggest ones I, I have taken and I will 100% apply for the rest of my life because it is something I have said to so many people before and it has been things I have done myself always at times before is learn to say no, not taking on too much onto your plate because sometimes when we do say yes to everything, all of a sudden that one yes led to two, led to three, led to four, led to so many yeses to doing certain maybe things for people and taking on too much um. And sometimes that can lead you to be overwhelmed, um, anxious, uh, stressed, because you're looking at all these things you have to do or places you have to go or thing, or people you have to meet and you become a little bit stressed, a little bit worried, like, how am I going to fit this all in or where am I going to get all the time? And it feels like you're constantly doing things for others 
and not doing anything for yourself. Now, I absolutely love my job. Is one, I think, one of the best jobs you can do out there for what you get back in turn, for people, how you can change, how they look, feel and live their lives. But again, like everyone, I still have to find a balance in that. And I think everyone else still has to find a balance in that as well, is that learning to say no is completely okay. It's completely fine. And you have to realise that when you do say no to certain things, whether that's events going on, whether that's meeting up with certain people, whether it's bringing the the kids to these places or doing these certain things, that's perfectly okay to say no. Because if you keep saying yes all the time, all of a sudden you're left doing feeling like you're on the other end of the stick doing absolutely everything and you've no time to look after yourself, to do the things you like and enjoy, to do the things that are fun for you. And then that can lead you, again, to be feeling overwhelmed, anxious, stressed and worried. And I think it's such an important thing to realise and to be okay with is learning to say no and being okay with saying no. Because, again, when we do say no, we feel like the other person is offended. We feel like they're going to start giving out about us or talking behind our backs. Or sometimes you get so caught up in silly and stupid things that we think is going to happen when we say no. When actually in the matter of turn is nothing's probably really going to happen. And if someone does go on about like that, you have to ask yourself the question, is that really someone who I truly want within my life or to be working with? And the answer is probably going to be, definitely going to be no, because they're not serving you. And to be honest, they're not serving themselves fully either, if that's how they're going on. And maybe it'll actually allow them to realize and reflect when you do say no, that, okay, they're actually not being that bad. And they'll but everyone on the boat end of the sticks takes a massive positive from it. So I think that's a really important thing to realise, learning to say no. The second one then is you can't handle everything on your own. You're a one-man ship. So for me, running my own business and doing everything else I love to do outside of that, um, I, I have to realise, which I, to be honest, thought I did before, was that I'm a one-man ship. I can't handle absolutely everything. And I remember about six months ago, I put up a post on Instagram, Facebook, saying I was looking for a PA. Because I remember at the time, I was like working with Mark Holes um, on his mastermind business and personal development course that uh, that basically I have to try take on something so I can delegate more and spend like everyone, spend more time doing the things you love and enjoy about your life and your business um, and delegate maybe the stuff out to people who maybe do like them other things a lot more. Um, and I, that's why I remember put up that post. But I remember at the time I had all up there, all ready to go. And then I was thinking to myself, oh, sure, look, maybe I can just do this myself. Like, oh, sure, I'll be grand. Sure, I've been doing it for so long now. Sure, what's the difference taking someone on? It's just going to be more hassle trying to train someone up or trying to spend more time with people to show them how to do certain things or structure in certain ways or whatever it was, getting these stupid things making up. Now I reflect it was a stupid way of thinking at the time. Whereas what would have been a lot more logical is to actually follow through with that because probably from my own mistakes now, 
I try to do so much all at once, try to take everything on, try to train clients, try to do marketing, try to do advertising, try to do building programs, building nutrition, try to actually grow the business, try to make sure payments are in, do all the accounting, do all the finance, do everything within the business. Sometimes when you run your own business and you're one man ship, for especially personal trainers, you're not just train a, a trainer. You're a trainer, you're a businessman, you're an accountant, you're a marketer, you're a finance director, you're absolutely so many different types of things in one. But I think important thing what I have to have realised now is that I can't do them all on my own. I can try, but like what has happened to me, something's probably going to go up and something's going to give way because I'm trying to do too much all at once and I'm stretching too many different directions. Whereas realizing that you know what sometimes when we give things out and we give people that little bit of autonomy for themselves and allow them to to grow and make mistakes that's perfectly fine that's perfectly okay and I know myself some other business owners or some other people who really love their job and really love what they do in their job is when you give other things out sometimes you get a little bit caught up okay is this going to be done right what if it doesn't go this way off, this happens off, that happens. Everything you're thinking is is within the future, future tense. And you can, you can never know what's going to happen in the future. And sometimes we, we automatically think of the negatives before we think of the positives in every situation. And that's a lot what happened to me there. I, I probably didn't take on someone within a PA, PA role because I thought, what if this happens? What if that happens? When everything I'm thinking is what if? Not that I know it's all what if, but maybe if I re change the thinking back then is to what if this gave me more time? What if this gave me more freedom? What if this allowed me to do more of the things that I love and enjoy about my work, about my business and about my life? And sometimes we need to realize that, do you know what? You can't handle everything on your own and you have to realize and put trust in others that they'll will do exactly what you're looking to do. The next big thing I suppose I've realized is those who matter most show up most. And this has been extremely, extremely thing I'm grateful for, I suppose, that has happened over the last couple of weeks. Because sometimes, again, we, we, we go running around and do so many different things for so many different people. Or we get so caught up or worried about what certain people might say, what certain people might think, or what certain people might do or whatever it is at all. But at the end of the day, like when with a situation like that I was in, the people who are matter most in your life are going to show up most at them times. And the people who don't matter most aren't going to show up at all. And that was a really big learning lesson I've I've taken away from that because again, sometimes I do it myself, get co- so caught up in in minor and small things now when I look at it but when you're in that moment and you're in that time it seems so much much bigger and what I realize now from that is that it doesn't really matter what other people are are going to be be doing thinking reacting whatever it is at all and the people you need to really focus in on and really spend most time with and really think of maybe what way they might feel or B, are the people who are going to show up most at them times? Family, friends, people who are close in your life, work 
colleagues who are close to you, whoever it is to you, and that's going to be different for each person. So I think a key thing to take away from that is maybe look look at your life in the moment and look at who who asks you actually how you are the most, who actually checks in you when maybe you are sick or you aren't 100%, or who do you actually spend most of your time with that actually gives you something back rather than you feel drained, frustrated, or whatever it is from meeting up with a certain person or having a certain conversation. Because sometimes, again, we think we have to have so many different types of friends or so many different types of people in our life. And sometimes these people, in fairness, without even maybe them knowing themselves, is that they could be just using us in a way to to constantly vent and not to ask how we are doing. Or, Or some of us can have conversations with people and we can take home maybe what they've been talking about or we can feel worried about what they've been talking about or speaking about but the thing is you got to matter realize is who really in your life matters the most and what in them people who really matter the most what kind of conversations are you having with them people how much time are you really spending real quality time where you're both getting something out of the, the conversation or the interaction you're having with each other and that's a really, really important one to know because when we actually look at the these things and realize who matter the most show up most, we realize that it may not be a massive number, but that's perfectly okay because if you have people who are going to be there for you when you need them the most rather than a ton of people and who won't show up for you when you actually need you the most, we both know the answer into what's the most important when we look at that there. So that's a really big one to take away as well. And another one, a big takeaway for me has been the importance of time and space. And I think this is such a massive one, if not one of the biggest ones to take away. Because I think without this point here, nothing else you could actually maybe realize, understand, know or acknowledge. Because in today's world, it's this new craze of, of rushing, being busy, working hard. It's it's this new craze of pushing, 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 which is I'm all about hundred percent because again, we obviously always need a little bit of pressure to push on because without any little bit of pressure on anything, we're not gonna do nothing. But what we have to suppose I find is the balance between the two and creating that space and that time, which I always have done for myself. I will, I think I, I definitely have, but I think with it, with what has happened over the last couple of weeks, I've had no other option but to give so much time and space um, because I can't work, I can't do certain things sometimes, I just have to lie there and just watch the world go by. But when you do these things, like your, your thinking becomes so much more clear. Things you get worried or stressed or upworked about become so much much smaller and it is a big thing I think a lot of us neglect these days a typical morning for someone is especially if you work up in Dublin is something like this is a typical morning for most people even you wake up in the morning the alarm goes off you hit snooze for five minutes because you're like oh I need to get a little bit more sleep because I stayed up late the night before and then because you did that, you're in a rush to get ready. So you're you're getting ready real quick. You're throwing your clothes on. You're brushing your teeth really quick. 
and then you're everything's this stressful state in the morning trying to get everything ready to get ready to go out the door whether it's bringing the kids to school <coughs> whether that's going to work yourself it's really re- stress and go 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 and on top of that you're probably fueling with a coffee you're taking out the door or a coffee you're getting on the way to work either and so if we look at our morning it's a stress state we're kind of saying go 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 try today then we hit work and then we're in work we're trying to get things done we're trying to rush real quick around get as much done as we can throughout the day and then we're finally done the day then we have maybe have to rush to pick up the kids at school or maybe we have to rush to beat the traffic or then we're stuck in traffic or we're waiting to get out of school traffic either and we're, we're reacting to what's around us. Why isn't the traffic moving? Why am I going so slow? I have to be there at this and that time. And then we finally get home and it's trying to cook the dinner real quick and it's trying to throw something into us and it's like, right, I have to rush to maybe get to this training session or to be at the gym or to get to this class or to do this or to do that. And then we're rushing trying to get there. And sometimes we take into either a training session or the gym or yoga class or whatever it is, we sometimes take that stress in with us because we're not realizing that, right, this is my time for me and I'm switching off now. So sometimes we can carry that in with us. And then when we finish, then we're rushing home to get home real quick to pack everything up for the next day and we do it all over again. So if you look at that day, it is full of rush, stress, busyness, feeling like we're constantly catching up on ourselves and we're constantly behind it's this rush, rush, go mentality. And sometimes that's the problem these days. We feel like we're constantly rushing. We feel like we're constantly behind. We feel like we're constantly on the go. When time is going at the exact same pace it has been since day one, nothing's gone quicker. Time isn't going quicker. It's going the exact same speed and the exact same pace. The only thing that has sped up is your thoughts and your reactions to the outside world and the outside external factors around you and again that comes extreme right back to you it's your choice how you're deciding to react within them moments when you're in traffic just sit there and don't react to what's around you you get worried about whoever just pulled out in front of you or this person right behind you up your arse it's not going to move it any quicker it's not going to change anything at all where sometimes you just sit there, throw on some music, listen to a podcast, put on an audiobook, have a conversation with someone in the car, look at what's around you. You feel a lot more relaxed. And you you don't feel like you're in this stress state. Or again, within the mornings, can it be something that maybe if you went to bed a little bit earlier, got 10 minutes up, up 10 minutes earlier, you'd actually have even five to 10 minutes that you just sat there and maybe enjoyed your breakfast rather than rushing and grabbing out the door or had a, a conversation with someone at the breakfast table or whatever it is before your day starts or begins or doing a simple bit of meditation breathing exercise or having a simple plan for your day or having a simple intention of what way you want to be and react to it and the thing is when sometimes we do stop and we do take that time to not be constantly busy, not be constantly on the go, not be constantly worrying about things or or feel like we're catching or chasing our tails. It allows us time to breathe and relax. And when we feel more relaxed, when we feel more at ease, everything in life seems so much clearer, relaxed and more content. And our thinking is so much more clearer and logical as well. And 
problems like of course you're going to have problems are going to come up in life of course you're going to have situations you don't want to you don't want to face you don't want to be involved with but that's just the way of life but when we create this space when we create this time it allows us to think more logically and to think of what's actually happening around us at the moment and how we can actually react or what we can actually physically change because again we get caught up in things that we can't change we can't control and we spend so much time and energy in on them whereas we take that step back rest relax pause and reflect allows us to look at things a lot more clear and allows decisions to be a lot more clear and a lot more in line with what direction we want to go with so i think that's a really big one to take on is again just to look at where in your life are you not creating space and you're not creating time and where in your life maybe can you create more space and create more time for you to think live and feel more clear more content and more relaxed the next thing then i want to touch on is what is actually really the most important things in life and again it is something that i would have always known to myself but sometimes when a situation that has happened to me it lets us really really look at things and really really realize what is most important in your life which is your health classic saying we always hear is your health is your wealth and it is such a cliche saying but such a true true saying because without your health you literally have nothing you can have all the other things you want in your life the perfect family relationship car job holidays clothes whatever it is at all you can have absolutely everything outside and surface but without your health without being fully functional within yourself mentally and physically are you actually have you actually got anything is the real question to ask yourself and it's such a big thing i suppose again in the world these this days that again same scenario we're always pushing hard within getting a better job getting a better education um, looking to the external world being more successful being someone who's who's driven who's hard work and whatever it is at all but if doing that is making you neglect your health both physically and mentally is that actually the right thing to be doing now of course yes like i spoke about earlier we do need that a little bit of pressure we, of course it's so important to be doing that and it's such a great thing to do but again we need to find the balance between the two if that we're pushing so hard that we're doing so much is causing us to neglect our health and not give that time and space again where we're doing something for ourselves where it's going to the gym where it's meeting up with friends for a chat where it's going to do things you like and enjoy because health isn't just about going to the gym it's about looking at everything all around you that's healthy for you that can be seeing certain people that give you that little bit of spark of energy inside yourself when you meet and chat them where it's doing things that you're just relaxing and enjoying and having a crack like a lot of corporate work i suppose we've been doing over the last while is actually looking at your life and where are you actually having fun in your life at the moment where are you actually having a bit of crack in your life at the moment and some of us take life so seriously now at the moment that we we think when we get past a certain age oh we can't do that that's stupid 
Why would I do that? That's ridiculous. Only children do that. Well, if you look at children, how happy do they look? And if you ask yourself the question, how happy do I want to be? Would I love to be as happy as a child? You're probably going to say yes, exactly. So maybe you need to bring more of that into your life at the moment. And something important to reflect on, to look on, and maybe that you may be neglecting your moment. You may be, yes, training, but are you training just for the sake of training? Are you actually enjoying what you do? Are you actually enjoying your, your life at the moment outside of just training? Whether it's, like I said, going to do certain things that you like and enjoy, whether it's having your own space and time, again, to do things that you like. Like for me, sometimes I just love being on my own, absolutely away from everyone with no one to talk to. And it does sound a bit ridiculous, but that's such an important thing, I think, to do as well, because we do, like, you need to be 100% happy with being on your own before even being with anyone else. But besides that is when you're on your own, you have to be happy and you have to be able to do things on your own as well. Because some of us, again, these days can sometimes rely on other people to bring us happiness, to bring us feeling comfortable, feeling us relaxed, but you cannot rely on someone else for your own happiness um, or for your own contentness. That has to come from within inside you. Yes, someone can help build that a little bit more or they can help maybe help you realise a little bit more, but it still has to come from you internally. And that's why looking at your life at the moment, looking at what actually is really most important in your life at the moment it is health. And ask yourself that question, how am I making an importance in my health mentally, physically and spiritually at the moment? Am I training? Am I eating the right food? Am I enjoying what I do? Am I having a little bit of fun, a little bit of crack? Am I having them people that that I like to see, that I enjoy seeing, that I get that little bit of spark every time I see them? Ask yourself that question. And maybe if you aren't, again, that's perfectly okay. But like I said, I think I put up on a post on Instagram this week, it's perfectly okay, but it's not perfectly okay to do nothing about it. So don't spend, again, time being overwhelmed, thinking, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Just relax, rest, and then just look at, right, how could I potentially bring this more into my life over the next four to five weeks? Maybe that's doing one thing in a month. Maybe that's doing two things in a month. It doesn't have to be this perfect thing that I do it every single week or every single day. No, it doesn't. But if I'm bringing it in more over time, it's going to allow them other things to come back in over time as well. And I think that's the most important thing to take away from that one there, is to really look at what's most important in your life, which is your health. Because again, without your health, you're no good to no one. You can keep doing everything for everyone else. You can keep saying yes. You can keep pushing really hard and keep doing all these things. But... Again, if it's causing you to neglect your health and neglect how you feel mentally, physically, spiritually, ask yourself, how can I incorporate more into what's actually healthy for me mentally, physically and spiritually? And I can guarantee you when you do these things and when you actually incorporate that more, it just doesn't transfer how to you feel or to how you live, but it makes everything seem much more clear, much more relaxed, and it actually allows you to feel like you're going a lot further um, in life and align with where you actually want to go and getting closer towards that direction and towards that position. 
And I think that's a really important point to take away is, again, that's what is really most important in my life, physically, mentally and spiritually for my health and happiness. So that is pretty much all I'm going to touch on today. So, look, I hope you got something out of that. Um, again, like I was saying at the start, it is some of the things I have mentioned there. I have known and maybe some of you have known and have heard that already, but like myself as well, is ask yourself that question. I may know it, but am I actually applying it? Am I actually living by it? And again, it's such an important thing to take away is like knowing and not doing is the same as not knowing. So maybe even after this podcast is when you hit stop or when this turns off, is to look at it, sit down, and ask yourself them questions. Where am I implying this in my life at the moment? Or am I actually neglecting this in my life at the moment? Again, some of the points I touched on there was, again, learning to say no and being okay with saying no. Realizing those who matter most show up most. Stop, reflect on the importance of time and space for our, our thinking, our clarity, our confidence. And what else did we touch on? We touched also on what is really most important in your life as well, which is your health. Because again, without your health, without you feeling 100% physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything, you're no good to no one. So that's where you need to put yourself first. So that is all from me for today. As I said, I hope you liked it. hope you enjoyed it. hope you got something from this. Again, anyone has any questions, you know where you can find me at the DGPT on Facebook and Instagram or you can email me at dan at dgpt.ie for anything I touched on or for anything in relation to coaching inquiries, anything at all. Um, as always, if you can please screenshot this, post on your story on Instagram, put up a post on Facebook, send it to a friend that you may think would, would maybe take something away from this or realize something from this or anything at all. Like I said, the more people we can get seeing this podcast, the more people it's going to help, the more people we can help change, and the more people are going to live their life more content, more happy, more relaxed, and more confident in what they do and how they live. So that is all for me again. Hope you enjoyed it, and I will be back in your ears, please God, very, very soon.